this this channel actually started to really take off. It's got now over uh, twenty one thousand views. Um, you know, our subscribers are up. All the content's going, and as soon as and YouTube comes out and says, "Hey, guess what? We're going to monetize you." Yeah. And, and, and then then the, then the next day they say, "And by the way, strike one, strike two, you're canceled." Mm -hmm. And so we've been offline. You notice th there's a big drop in our videos, and so we've been so we have been canceled quite a bit. Now we refuse to comply. Yeah. Uh, our whole purpose here is to expose the lie. Um, in fact, George Orwell said, "In a time of universal deceit." telling the truth is a revolutionary act. Mm -hmm. And what we are going to be doing today is, is, is revolutionary. The things we are talking about is, is revolutionary. And I will tell you this, your representatives don't want you to hear it. Uh, your politicians, um, obviously these uh, you know, fact finders, this is the type of stuff they don't want out there okay. uh, because they're, they are trying to suppress the truth and that's how tyranny works. So I'm gonna ask you, please share this, but more important, um, obviously, you know, you can find us on our website, wearethepeople.org. Even our website gets, is getting, you know, banned. It's hard to find. So you've got to type it in, in exactly, wearethepeople.org. Also, we're really encouraging. We just opened a Rumble channel, uh, and we've uploaded everything to Rumble because this will eventually, all this information co will come down. We will not stop shining the light on the darkness and, and exposing the corruption and the lie. So go to Rumble, that's where our, our content is safe. Our Rumble channel is We Are The People UT. We Are The People UT, that's the same as our Instagram channel. Uh, I know we've got a lot of Instagram people out there. Uh, that's We Are The People UT for our Instagram. Uh, you can also find us on, on all the uh, pod beams and Spotify and Apple Podcasts just under We Are The People uh, UT as well or We Are The People Radio. So with that being said, um, Let's welcome Chelsea Hope, and let's talk about the fifteen, the fifteen-minute cities. We're gonna honestly. So here we go. We're gonna jump into this. What she's gonna do is, is she's gonna show you what's happening, the the what the UN wants to do, and uh, what they're working on, and all their blueprints. And I want you to watch because it matters. It's you know, stay with us. There's some slides we'll kind of bump through quick so that we can get through all this in an hour. But then what? Then afterwards, we're going to show you how Utah is lockstep with, with, with the UN, with the World mm -hmm. Economic Forum. Yeah. Without further ado, <laughs> let's go. Thanks. Let's expose these traitors. All right. Uh, I do want to say really quick. Um, there are legislators now. We there's no way. There's absolutely no way that we don't have legislators and, and people that are pushing this agenda and that know what they're doing. But there are also good legislators. Thankfully, on our side, we have a few um, who, honestly, I've met with a few of them. They don't even know who the World Economic Forum is. They've never seen Noah Harari talk. So um, we need your help to get to the Capitol and educate them to tell them why we don't want these things. You going can through. also forward this and share this with your legislators, yeah, just like do. the last one. In fact, that last video I know has gotten to all of our legislators, yeah. uh, or not all of them, but I know it's been to Cox and Deidre, and uh, they ain't happy. Yeah. Too bad. <laughs> We're coming for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Shut it down. So, okay, so like Jason said, bear with me for a minute. I'm going to get through some of the World Economic Forum UN just to show you what they're doing so you can see how Utah ties in. Okay, so just kind of a reminder, just a recap of last time. 
what they want is they're creating a smart city governance, a big global global digital governance. They start with the affordable housing like we talked about last time. Um, they do it through land acquisition and zoning and uh, uh, land regulations, which we are seeing a lot of rezoning and districting going on in our legislation. All the smart appliances, the transit hubs, remember, that go through, which you'll be able to digitally, the digital ID is passed here, which they are trying to bring back again. Um, scan on when they say you can. And then the uh, green cities and, uh, or I'm sorry, the uh, biodiversities, which is the open spaces, green spaces, community gardens, all tied to the internet of things with your digital ID. And then we're all these global citizen. Citizens. By the way, feel free to pause it. We will put links to, uh, yeah. to this stuff in, mm -hmm. in and, and we're going to also have chapters at the bottom of the, of the notes, so feel free to go through and, and be able to pause and, and really look at this stuff. Yeah. So the World Economic Forum has their Global Agenda Council on the Future of Government. Um, and you can see here, a second one down, they've removed In God We Trust. And our new citizen participation in this global government is going to be In Data We Trust. And Noah Harari talks a lot about digital dictatorships. Um, and the digital god, um, not not a god in the clouds, but a digital god in the iCloud. Um, an augmented reality for smart government, smart cities, uh, cities and smart citizens, um, and collaboration across a networked governance. Very um, scary stuff. Yeah, and if you guys haven't seen the uh, transhumanism movement, I mean, they're not hiding it. No. Google transhuman and look at what that's about. They want human settlements. They've talked about this. Uh, they have a map of where human settlements will be, and they are bringing artificial intelligence. They're, they're creating artificial intelligent human hybrids, and they're calling them this upgraded elite species. Um, so we're going to have they're, – they're coming out with um, equality for AI, basically. Um, so, yeah, we've got this big digital governance that's coming our way. And what they're doing is – the World Economic Forum has talked, has been making comments and talking openly about COVID-19, and they talk about how never, uh, never let a pandemic or a good crisis go to waste. And we kind of talked about that last time with COVID-19. That's they talk about how that will be the moment that everybody remembers when we ushered in this digital surveillance and this new era and way of living. Um, and they talk about the uh, emissions. So when we were in lockdowns. Um, and, you know, I saw this with, I have friends in Australia and I was on video calls with them. They'd call me and there were helicopters outside and what are they doing? We're, they're making sure we're in our house. They don't want us outside in our yards. We're in our house. And I mean, they went through some horrific lockdowns there in Australia mm -hmm. and the World Economic Forum has used that and come out and said, you know, we saw emissions go down because we breathe carbon dioxide, um, during these lockdowns and basically we can bring those back. Those and um, with our, our cars and switching to everything digital, getting rid of gas cars, they want to ban them by 2035. Um, we can get rid of a lot of emissions, carbon emissions, through these 15-minute cities with climate lockdowns as well. So, so key in 15-minute cities. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they're walkable cities. They call them walkable communities or 15- or 5-minute cities. Um, where everything... I kind of prefer to call it a 15-minute city prison. 15-minute nightmare. 15-minute <laughs> prison, yeah. yes. Uh, Digital prison. Mm -hmm. And they are going to come out and start banning cars. Um, they're going to start putting travel restrictions on us when we're allowed to uh, travel outside of the cities. Um, we'll have you know carbon credits. 
Uh, this is what they're planning for the, the world. Um, and depending on how many carbon credits you have, um, you might be able to fly somewhere else once every three or four years, um, whatever restrictions they put in place. But um, yeah, so these they're walkable cities where everything is within walking distance. And why do we need cars and everything's within walking distance? And then they usher this in and you're, you're locked down. Um, so this is the UN, uh, their target. So by 2020, uh, they want to substantially increase the number of cities and human settlements. So they've kind of started on the redistricting and zoning for these human settlements a little you know, while back. Um, implementing certain policies, which they have lobbyists that are lobbying to our policymakers down to the local level. By 2030, so their 2030 agenda, enhance inclusive and sustainable urbanization and sustainable human settlement. So you'll hear these words a lot, inclusive, diversity, equity, and we're seeing the inclusive and diversity with you know, the, the agenda in the schools with our kids. Mm -hmm. um, sustainable, it's what's sustainable for them. And so anything that's not sustainable has to go. So for instance, all of the stuff that's happening with our water and the gas and the fertilizers shutting our farmers down, those farms aren't sustainable anymore, they gotta go. So that, that's what they mean by sustainable, they're very, manipulative with their language, um, but we start to see a lot of their same language in our Utah strategic plans as well. And here's the United Nations Human Settlements Program. Had to find this on an archived one because they're <laughs> taking them down, mm. but sustainable cities and human settlements. So now they're doing this through the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. They have 17 of them. This is number 11, is the sustainable cities and communities. Human settlements. Um, you can see they've got challenges and solutions, and the solutions, of course, this is where they implement their agenda, um, is to promote the urban planning. And again, we've talked about this before, where there's fires and all sorts of situations where they're bringing rural areas in. They want Utah, um, they are rezoning us into four regions. So Wasatch, Davis, Salt Lake, and Utah counties, they want to expand, so we're in four regions. And then... So this is kind of around the, around the world, one of the things that the World Health Organization World, uh, not the World Health Economic Organization, Forum. Economic Forum wants to do is is bring everyone from the rural areas and bring mm -hmm. everyone into these cities. Yeah, they want everyone connected to the digital system. Hey, this AI is their new god. I mean, they're claiming to be god. They're saying that um, there's going to be new data religions. Christianity is outdated. The Bible and Jesus are fake news. I mean, they want it to be god. Um, but so urban planning and that you've got the green, you know, renewable energy, uh, smart cities. And within a 15-minute city, we've got the high density, right, high density affordable housing, proximity, our diversity, and then the digitalization down at the bottom. And this is the World Economic Forum. So you can kind of see their format for this in the middle. So just take note of this, remember this, because you're going to see something very similar to this pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, we can, yeah, mm-hmm. So you've got the affordable housing, and you notice everywhere you go, everything is within 15 minutes. And up towards the top left, you can see work. So your job, you're going to work within your 15-minute city. You're not going to have a choice. And this is all pooled from the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. Yep. Kay. Yeah, this is theirs. Eat healthy. They talk about, you know, That's where you can eat your bugs. That's where you can eat bug bars. Yeah. They learn where you can get filled with government propaganda. Yes. Yeah, learn. Uh huh. The, they talk about um, education and government being very closely related, which we're seeing how that's working here. Um, but yeah, everything you can see where you go to buy, where you okay. go to get around. Um, 
And, oh, I, so on the last one, if you saw, I can't go back, I'm sorry, guys, but towards the upper left-hand corner, if you want to rewind just a minute, um, it talks about the uh, reusing, the sharing and reusing. And so the World Economic Forum is very big on you will own nothing and be happy. Right. Um, they say that all the time, and they want us sharing and reusing everything, and, and we're going to start hearing a lot about global supply chains and how we don't have the supplies, and so we're going to have to reuse and share and so they're making everything digital with qr codes where they can track everything down to the clothes which i find i mean i think that what's kind of grooming us for that is the uh, uh what are the scooters around the uh, bird scooters yeah i think that's totally the grooming kind of the idea of hey here it is you don't need to own a scooter they're right here just mm -hmm. pay to use it and uh, yeah. back so i mean that's mm -hmm. that's the model that they want for everything including they're already doing that with vehicles now too yeah the e-bikes and all of that mm -hmm. up in salt lake yep, right bikes, now scooters it's, cars yeah. and you well, have I mean, to we're definitely use... moving towards you'll own nothing right happy. yeah and you have to use the app i mean you have to prove that it's you to yeah. so that yeah. they can track it um yep. and where you're going and what you're doing um so the digital, they talk about the QR codes and making clothes digital as well. Okay. Uh, the digital labels will provide a new tool to help an industry that's experiencing a generational supply chain shock with lasting ramifications recover. So they're starting with the narrative. Um, and here we've got the uh, C40 cities. So this is a group that is uh, partnered directly with the World Economic Forum. They're a global network of mayors taking urgent action to confront the climate crisis and create a future where everyone can thrive. And they talk about no man left behind. They want everybody in their system. You're familiar with the League of Cities and Nations? Mm -hmm. We need to do a, something on that. I think a lot of people mm -hmm. be interested to know what the League of Cities the and Nations are. League of Cities and Towns, you mean? The Cities and Towns, yeah. yes. That's mm -hmm. why I got you here. Someone well, we, we, you someone know, <laughs> the League of Nations was a thing, so. <laughs> League of yeah. Cities and Towns, because that's, that's also obviously mm -hmm. tied to a lot of this stuff, too, and people yeah. be surprised how much is right here in Utah that is influencing oh, your yeah. cities. Yeah, we got a lot. And, you know, them and Envision Utah and the, some of these groups, you'll see their tentacles and hands in everything. Mm -hmm. Everything. Mm -hmm. So, and it's the same people on all yeah. the boards, you know. Yeah. Um, and who, when you look at other corporations they sit on, they, they sit with global leaders. and all. So, they are influencing the global agenda. They say it themselves. You see the green and just transition. So, um, the, the planet is basically going to mean more than humans do financing the green, the green transition. And this is where they talk about um, where they're gonna set restrictions for us. So they're gonna count our calories. Um, their ambitious target by 2030 is zero meat and zero dairy, and we can have 2,500 calories a day. And here's the clothing, right? So sh share, share and reuse, own nothing and be happy. You can have eight new clothing items per person per year. Their ambitious target by 2030 is three. Um, a pair of shoes counts as two articles. And this, again, I'm just going to throw this out there for the viewers, not going to get into it, but um, Balenciaga is involved. And for those of you that know what that is, you know what that is. Flip through the screens. There you go. Um, yeah. And with that, we do have UNESCO and UNICEF. These are two United Nations groups that are very involved with children. And they're very involved with pushing the transgender and the critical race theory and the mental behavioral health and, and all of it. Um, but this, you know, these indoctrination systems that we're seeing in our schools, they're very tied to this. Um, and you can see here that part of the, now when we've got 
globalist organizations like Balenciaga that are involved in this stuff. And you see here that they want child-friendly cities and communities. What does that mean? Right. It, yeah. it's, it's, that it's a little scary. Yeah. Um, so United Nations, uh, they have inclusive and sustainable urbanization. So by 2030, they want to enhance inclusive and sustainable urbanization, integrated and su uh, sustainable human settlement planning and management in all countries. Okay, so that's their goal. They want to see this in, in the mm -hmm. next uh, seven years. Yeah, yeah. Functioning. Yeah. Which means it needs to be rolling forward now. Mm -hmm. By 2030, ensure access for all to adequate, safe, and affordable housing. And so they're very adequate, safe. They're very yeah. manipulative with their positive yeah. words. Um, the affordable and sustainable transport, safe and inclusive green and public spaces. So if you watch the last video, this is everything we're implementing right now mm -hmm. here in Utah. Um, reduce environmental impact of the cities. So that's, you know, carbon emissions. Um, and then strong and regional development and planning. By the way, if, uh, if you haven't seen the, the last video she's referring to, uh, go to on our Rumble channel or YouTube, do a search for uh, the, uh, this info could bring down the Utah, Utah's deep state. Yeah. Uh, you, you need to watch that. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch that to understand uh, the level of corruption here in Utah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so this is what I was saying earlier, the World Economic Forum, this is a direct quote by them, with COVID-19 and its variants keeping everyone home or closer to home than usual during those lockdowns, the 15-minute city went from a nice-to-have to a rallying cry. Meeting all of one's needs within a walking, biking, or transit distance was suddenly a matter of life and death. Post-COVID living, the COVID-19 pandemic has reinforced this questioning of traditional ways of living, with many workers now used to working remotely and at times restricted to within a few kilometers of their homes. Um, I'm going to let you guys, if you want to pause and read some of this, you can, but they're talking about carbon allowances, carbon credits, the equivalent of COVID emissions drop that we saw during COVID lockdowns, we need to see every two years. They've done a study on that. So how lockdowns can help. They were eased last year in many countries, but there have been strong signs that emissions will rise again to above 2019 levels, severely, severely damaging the prospect of fulfilling the Paris goals to the Paris Climate Agreement. Um, and Australia and Oxford and other countries right now are very close to lockdowns. They're initiating things, and their, their citizens are having a fit about it. Um, they're getting to the point where they're banning how many cars they can have, where they're allowed to travel, their speed limits. And you can see this This was five years ago. This was up. U.S. cities where you really don't need a car. And you can see on the right-hand side a bunch of articles of them this already starting the narrative. This is why I'm so concerned about these politicians that that are so behind pushing this climate agenda, mm -hmm. uh, you know, including um, John Curtis in, here in Utah. He's yeah. leading the, the, uh, the Republican climate mm -hmm. uh, uh, caucus. And it seems to me like, you know, who's fighting back against these guys? Because it should yeah. be the Republicans fighting back against this cl these, this climate change mm -hmm. uh, religion. And instead we've got, you know, <laughs> rhinos in our, right here from Utah leading the cause in, in saying, no, no, the, the Republicans, we're going to lead. We're, we're also in this. Yeah. You know, trying to convert all the Republicans to get them into the fight. Yeah. 
And what do you expect when you hire, when 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 you elect someone who's been a Democrat all their life, who says I'm going now I'm a Republican, so now elect me as your congressman, and then he gets in there and he starts pushing this this religion, right? And this is to them, it is very much so a religion. A, they call it a data religion, and it will replace. You know, God doesn't exist. It's it's that's over. Freedom is over. Yeah, it's no longer Your free God. Will it's data. Is over. Data and the government mm -hmm. is God. Yeah. So, um, okay. So in Oxford, um, there was an article came out in their Oxford Oxford City Council is talking about when they're operating private cars will not be allowed through without a permit. All other vehicles. And this is the transport, you know, the electric transport mm -hmm. will be allowed at all times. And this is the stuff they pushed in you in, in actually Provo mm -hmm. when uh, Curtis was the mayor. Yeah. For go figure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're pushed. And again, Envision Utah is involved with this. And Envision Utah is going to all the different cities and presenting. U Envision Utah is involved with this. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll get into that in a minute, okay. um, but Envision Utah is, is over our fifth, our big 15-minute city that they are developing here okay. right now. Okay, yeah, we're about to get to that. Yeah, um, so this is what they're talking about in Oxford, that some of the citizens were not okay with some of the things they were put in place with, you know, tra traffic cameras and facial recognition and things that are scanning their license plates to make sure that they're not leaving their boundaries when they're supposed to um, or traveling more miles when they're supposed to. Um, and their city council basically came out and said, well, they're not physical barriers, so that should be relieving. It's, it's we're only cameras. We're just, and scan we're just, we're just <laughs> yeah. spying on you. We're just watching and scanning and <laughs> using facial ID and every, yeah. everywhere you go, tracking you. Mm-hmm. Um, when applying for a permit, you'll be allowed to drive through traffic filters for up to 100 days per year, with each household allowed a maximum of three permits, up to 100 day passes per year. So you guys can pause and read these if you want. I'm going to kind of go through this. Vehicles going through the traffic filters will be monitored by automatic number plate recognition cameras, but not physical I mean, barriers. It's so Orwellian. <laughs> it's so Orwellian. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. Hundred days per year. Again, they'll be allowed to leave their zone a maximum of hundred days per year. So. So yeah, we're talking about building these smart cities, where everything you do, you don't need a car. You can walk everywhere you go. Uh, you can be tracked. Everything's you know, there's cameras everywhere. Everything's monitored. Everything's digitized, and you, everything is monitored. And if you want to leave, guess what? You can have. You can have. You can apply. And if you have a. If, if your ESG score is good enough, you've been a good global st steward or mm -hmm. citizen, then we'll give you a certain amount of passes where you can drive a certain amount yeah. per year. Mm -hmm. And you might be able to fly once every three or four years if you've yeah. got the carbon credits I mean, credits this is not it. like yeah, something in a book. This is literally where we look right here. This is, this is what, again, right now she's showing you what they're doing in Oxford, what, they've, what the uh, World Economic Forum is laying out as their plans. is right on their website. And we're going to show you some of the minutes that should boggle your mind, not boggle your mind. How about terrify you? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, so we're going to get into Utah here in a second. So um, what the traffic filters are exactly, joint statement from their city council. And this again, this is Oxford. The traffic filters are not physical barriers of any kind. Uh, they're simply traffic cameras that can read number plates. If a vehicle passes through the filter at a certain time of day, the camera will read the number plate or license plate. If you do not have an exemption or residence permit, you'll receive a fine in the post. And then at what point does it not become a fine anymore? What point right. is it criminal? Right. You know, it's a slippery right. slope. It's, yes, mm -hmm. we know these, these people are sick. Uh, traffic filters work in exactly the same way as the existing traffic cameras, um, basically that manage congestion and support public transport. 
So then you come to Utah. Okay, let's look at Utah. What do we got in Utah here? <laughs> and our Department of Transportation talks about the commuter link is your direct link to traffic conditions. Traffic cameras allow you to view conditions for from your computer, basically, of congestion. Yeah, so the same thing. Okay, no big deal there. What else? We yeah, got? reminding everybody that one of their targets, the United Nations, is strong national and regional development planning. And that Cox has had our federal, our U.S. Department of Transportation here, um, specifically, he's working very closely with our federal government, who is working with the United Nations and World Economic Forum to bring their transport systems here. Cox so is shady this, AF. Yeah, he's passing, he's he's pushing the mass transit, and there's a reason why. You're going to be dependent on their digital ways of getting around. And facial recognition here in Utah. <laughs> what? Who is yes, this? This is Daniel Thatcher. Daniel Thatcher mm -hmm. sponsored this bill for, this is already in Utah. Yeah, SB 34. How many of you as, as citizens even know about this? Right. Facial biometric data is now allowed, means data derived from a measurement pattern, contour, or other characteristic of the individual's face, either directly or from another image. Okay, this is exactly what they're doing in China. Yeah. Facial recognition comparison, uh, comparing an image or facial biometric data to an image database. Um, I'll let you guys kind of read this. But it does say an image database means a, a database maintained by a government entity. And they are storing these images uh, through the Department of the Utah Criminal Justice Information System. So our images are being stored in a criminal justice system office. Uh, this mm. is, right? That's crazy. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah. This is Deloitte. They're a 15-minute city. They're a big global elite player as well. Um, and you again, you can pause these and look at these if you want. But they talk about safety and security and the cybersecurity, and we are hearing a lot about that in Utah as well. And the World Economic Forum, what they're doing is they've created a zero trust policy. So rather than being innocent till proven guilty, it's we don't trust anyone. We don't know if you're a terrorist. We don't know who you are during a pandemic. If you're not vaccinated, we don't see, know. These, these cities that the World Health Organization is creating and working on this, this global plan this is not built on the Constitution of the United States. This is not built no. on the principles that you are sovereign individuals. Th this is not built that there is a God and that the individual life matters, that children's lives matter. This is built on, on this these sick, twisted, I think, uh, you know, this is the organization that's creating the mark of the beast. These, this is yeah. as evil as it gets. And these and that's what these cities are. Mm -hmm. So when you see a, see a state or see a, some of these being built in Utah— or being built somewhere around the country. These are not built with the Constitution in mind. No, no. Let's go on. Um, yeah, so zero trust policy. So for all the cybersecurity, why we need cameras and artificial intelligence. Uh, you can pause that and read that if you want. So now we get to the point, which is Utah's big 15-minute city. And this okay. was Okay, all right, let's drop it. We're, we are going to show you, is, there, is this 15-minute city in Utah? Is that happening here? Right. Could that happen here? And if so, is it something that uh, is, you know, out there in the future or is it somewhere we know right now? Right. Let's talk about it. What do we know? Okay. So the developers of the point, it's called the point and it is the point of the mountain um, under the point of the mountain land state authority. So we've got four authority pillars here now 
which can do a lot of scary things. The inland port is one of them. Um, so you guys need to tune in for that one when you guys talk about the inland port. Um, but basically that this is going to become a 15-minute city. Okay, here we go. 15-minute city. All the, all the push to, to move the prison. What was mm -hmm. the push to move the prison about? Yeah. Uh, this so, is it. It, yeah. was, it was our politicians working with the UN, working with the World Economic Forum to create a 15-minute city right in the middle, in the heart of Utah. Yeah. Uh, here's the articles preparing for it. The, the prison in, in Draper, they've changed it. Go, go back, go back. Are you guys seeing this? Don't worry about it. Sorry. Just take note. You can rewind it. Fifth, they're not even hiding it. Yeah. This is a 15-minute city in your backyard. It says right on Google Maps, a 15-minute city coming 2023. The point. Um, at the time, Cox was still lieutenant governor. He was chairing this panel, um, and he basically said the former prison site, he called the former prison site uh, a project that was unprecedented. Okay. We, we think if everyone's, oh, Cox, yes. You know, it's not just that Cox is pushing transgender, pushing for men to be in our daughter's locker rooms. It's not just, I mean, everyone looks at all the things that Cox and using his pronouns, it goes way more sinister. Mm -hmm. And if you watch the last show, if you're watching this, you need to know who this man is. He does not work for you. Mm -hmm. He works for the World Economic Forum. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing everything in line with them. Um, so the vision for the 600 acre project. Okay. Um, so here, <laughs> this is where you see the narrative kind of twist and take form over time, right? Originally it's Utah's walkable 15 minute city could still leave lots of room for cars. Could. Could. But then they come out later, um, saying that it, first of all, is one of the biggest government backed land developments in Utah history. And then they come over on the right hand, the point is to be environmentally sustainable for generations to come, deploying a pedestrian-friendly layout, rapid transit buses, and robotic vehicles to slash car usage. Wow. Of course. So then they come, the point, you know, we'll leave plenty of room for cars, right? Yeah. But now the point in Utah acknowledges that residents will need access to cars because they're talking about up above places like Europe and the globe where they, they're not using any cars, just less frequently than in, in other cities. So they've come to term this one the one-car community, mm. where they expect families to only need one vehicle per household. How long will you get to keep one car, though? Right. At one point, will they implement they're not allowed right. anymore? Transportation for transportation, the focus is on making sure that car is not the king. Um, it's designed to be a one-car community where a family would likely only need one car to take trips on the weekends. There you go. Right out of the Deseret News. <laughs> So they are, this is the points website. They're calling it Utah's innovation community. This is the timeline. So back in 2014, they were looking at the prison. 2021 was when the framework plan was developed. And then last year they started implementing it. And this year is when they're going to start getting really going to town on it. So we need people at the Capitol helping us fight. The World Economic Forum has an energy vision initiative. Um, Basically, it's green renewable energy, which they are pushing here as well. Uh, we can talk about that another day. But um, shaping the future of energy, materials, and infrastructure, all green infrastructure, renewable energy. Now, here's Envision Utah. And they also have their own energy vision. Okay, And here you can see they are in charge of creating the communities, a guide to walkable centers. And the centers will all be 15-minute cities. They are also the ones 
who were chosen um, to develop the point for the 15-minute study that we're talking about right now. I'm not going to go too much into this. If you guys want to pause and read this, you can. It basically talks about how the centers are, you know, affordable housing, the transit, everything we've, we've been talking about. Um, and down at the bottom, by increasing affordable housing options for Utahns, we can get all this done. Yeah, please, again, if you're watching this, obviously like, share it. But more importantly, you've got to get onto Rumble. That, that I can promise you, we're, look, we're not afraid to call these people out. We know who mm -hmm. the enemy is here. Yeah. It, it is people in power. This is, there has always been a battle against the ruled versus the rulers. We are calling these people out, and I can promise you they are not going to let this stuff stay up. You've got, and it has to get out. You cannot fight a war if people are ignorant. You, please share this stuff. Get on Rumble. Help get that channel out as well. Go right. ahead. Okay, so this is um, the point. So Utah's innovation community, this is their framework, their document, their paperwork, um, blueprints for this, basically. You can see it's a 15-minute city. Um, the complete community, so they're segregate, this is their plan to kind of segregate you into sections, right? Residential versus work versus over here will be the share and reuse. Again, the innovation community. Now, there's a lot of innovation communities for climate action going on, um, and that's a big thing with the World Economic Forum as well. You can see their innovator communities to transform, basically. Global innovators will define the global agenda, the global innovators community. So they do talk about uh, innovative and inno communities and innovation a lot as well. Um, sorry, this one's a little bit blurry, guys. I will uh, provide the link to the document here so you can see this for the show notes if you'd like. Um, but they are, again, they're moving us in the four regions that I talked about earlier, bringing rural areas in urban. And then when they get into the smart cities, we're all going to have our own districts. Um, the smart city framework, and they talk about the uh, basically everything we've talked about, water infrastructure, transit, all of that. So smart cities, district details, the hub, and then they and also... Again, this, this, she, what she's showing you guys is not World Economic Forum right now. She's no. showing you Utah. Yeah, this is Utah's plan, yeah. Um, their own document. Yeah, this is not something she put together. This is coming yeah. from, from our, our state. Yeah. Uh, this is the five-minute sub-districts within your district. And you can see that there we've got the mobility corridors, the open spaces, so the green spaces, community gardens. They're, they're going to have bring in green buildings and rain roofs, and that's what the World Economic Forum wants anyway. Uh, sustainable and smart cities, other buildings. Mixed-use vibrancy, healthy living, so they'll count your calories and Make sure you're taking your medication. They actually came out. There's a, a video of one of them talking about the digital pill. And you can Google the digital pill. It's, it's, they've admitted it's a thing now. But it, when you take it, it, when it reacts with stomach acid, it sends out a ping and it lets them know you've taken it. So you hear them say, imagine the compliance is what he says. And yeah. I, yeah. Mean, I mean, you see the, the, just the template right now with like the Apple Watch mm -hmm. tracking activity. I mean, yeah. that is nothing until... Wait till they've actually implemented something in there, and they're literally tracking everything you do. Yeah. And of course, that'll be obviously part of your digital ID. It'll yeah. Be part of how you buy things. Yeah. It'll be part of, I mean, how you, I mean, it's it. The framework for the mark of the beast is here. 
they actually there is if we have time i'll play this clip at the end if not i'll put some clips of noah harara talking in the show yeah, notes because you guys I wanna, really I wanna, need to i want to try to get to that so let's let's, uh, let's yeah you gotta hear he talks about surveillance under the skin and biometric data and how they want to know everything about you okay let's, in, let's inside go. your body i want to get to that okay shared spaces gathering spaces um here on the right i just want people to pay attention to this you can see the right light blue hand circle environmental social governance so there's the esg so even though we've not passed bills saying that we can we're going to force this on our state we've not passed this yet um they're already implementing it everywhere so again this is coming from utah mm -hmm. from our legislators from our state none of this is legal no but this they're <laughs> they're marching forward and again if you can't see this is exactly straight blueprint from the un being implemented in your backyard for your children yeah Smart cities. I mean, people should metrics. be enraged. They should be. I hope they are. Um, autonomous technology, change road infrastructure. So they are talking about um, here in Utah. You can look up the uh, Department of Transportation site here, but they do, are talking about how they want to make the roads digital and um, digitally allowing us on and off the ramps and on what, you know, due to traffic congestion. Yeah, due it's to for your our ESG convenience. Score. Right. Guess what? You're not a global, glo good global mm. citizen. You're too much of a constitutionalist. Guess what? You're not leaving your house. Yeah. You're not getting on the freeway. You think you're leaving to go get to your bug out? Nope. You're no, you are stuck. You yeah. are in you are in your digital city prison. Mm -hmm. Unless you can sell or trade your carbon credits that you're allowed. Um, so here, okay. Remember, with Oxford, we're not doing any physical barriers. We're just scanning Utah. This is straight from Utah. Elimination of physical barriers with surveillance high security measure required so again the cybersecurity zero trust system i mean this is stuff you could write in a book 10 years ago and people would imagine oh that's what it's going to be like in the last days that's what it's going to be like it's going to be so crazy they'll track everything you won't be able to go anywhere imagine is that really what's going to be or what's it going to be you know it's here yeah <laughs> like and it is written in our state like they're literally it's there yeah and it sounds crazy it is. These people are psychopaths. That's what you need to understand. And I, you guys really need to listen to that. You did not elect talk. people who are here to make you to protect Utah's values. You you have people in office who are literal puppets of the deep state. Yeah. So the green infrastructure and stormwater. So again, the smart water that we talked about, um, and the commitment to water uh, conservation. Here's where they pass HB two four two, which requires metering. So our smart meters of all pressure pressurized secondary water systems by 2030. Sustainability. By the way, globalists. again, thank you, Chelsea Hope, for putting all this information yeah, together in such course. a great way. Yeah, we got to get it out. People need to know what's going on. Um, they've got all these principles, the net zero, you know, carbon emissions, the zero water waste, um, substantial air emission. We do have a Utah clean air compact that a bunch of them have signed and then this first principle a new model for district sustainability and to the right for, under the initiatives this is utah papers guys it must be a global model why are our state legislators and executives worrying about things on a global let alone right. a national level right look your state legislators are have been hired by you to per, to work for utah yeah they have no constitutional authority doing anything outside of, of that work. Their, their, their job is to work for you, for the citizens mm -hmm. of Utah, period. They have no loyalty to the federal government mm -hmm. other than what the Constitution binds them, or especially 
global, these global elites. Right. Yeah. And they're doing a lot of this through the uh, public-private partnerships, you know, government with NGOs. Um, okay. So we're getting, we're starting to wrap up here, guys. Um, the digital system. So in Utah, our Department of Transportation are going to be the department that really pushes all of the digital stuff out, the surveillance, everything out, uh, digital delivery. And you can see here again, this is UDOT, right? This is Utah Department of Transportation. This is UDOT right here? Mm -hmm. Yep. This is all UDOT um, for the point plans. Digital twin. Okay, now a digital twin is a digital representation of a physical asset that contains a 3D digital model of the physical asset, as well as information about that asset, such as its properties, functions, evaluating properties, and other analytical context. UDOT is building a digital twin of UDOT's transportation system with the necessary digital information to support decision-making and work processes across multiple disciplines. Now, the digital twin is the World Economic Forum and Metaverse. Uh, virtual reality, basically. So because we're not going to be able to travel, um, they are taking digital scans and doing digital IDs like down to plants, but they're scanning everything, art and museums. They're going to have a digital copy of the entire globe um, so that you can, via virtual reality headsets, travel where you want to go yeah, and meet with your, people you yeah, want to meet with. While you're locked in your house in your little 15-mile city, you can travel by... Yeah. Virtually. Yeah. So we, uh, you just saw on the last slide, we're doing it here in Utah. Yeah. Um, and they are also, UDOT is very big on, you know, our, our governor and state is, but this is the department they're doing it through, the digital data. Um, and Utah, you will see across the board, all of our departments, um, they're big on data collection and sharing. So all of this data gathering for science or for whatever it is there's other reasons they're gathering data and again our images are putting being put into a criminal <laughs> database for the zero trust policy um just so you guys are aware i'm i am pretty sure this bill passed last session um but they are you can see right here they're going to start charging gas vehicles a per mile fee so <laughs> yeah by the way you know what's interesting is you know i do a lot of legislative work on, on and so i'm, I'm pretty pay attention to stuff that goes on in different states. When, when California started trying to push this, it was a huge uproar. And, and there was a ton of uproar, even from the residents in California. Meanwhile, here in Utah, guess what? They're passing this stuff and no one even knows about it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> because we're you know, conservative. Taxing people <laughs> per mile. Yeah. So per mile now. Um, so we've already got the toll, you know, lanes and now and the gas and the taxes with that but now we get to also pay per mile but utah's road usage charge program is voluntary for electric and hybrid vehicles so only if you're gas um you do have it says the choice is yours <laughs> so they're not gonna force us to switch to vehicle electric vehicles right now they're just going to make everything that they don't want us doing unbearably ex expensive just like with affordable you know the housing and i just want to point this out very quickly this is our uh go ed our government of opportunity and economic development um 
Yeah. Here's Cox's Utah's. Team, Here's basically. Utah's. Cox's Agenda 2030. Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. Down in the bottom right-hand corner of this first document, you can see this was done in 2021 for their vision for Utah of in 2030. So there's your Agenda 21 and 30 right there. Basically, planning alignment with growth, economic, the broadband, transportation, all of it, sustainability, environment, international connections. They want us to be a global hub, if you saw that. Diversity, equity, and inclusion again. And I just want to read this. I, yeah, I read please. this in a prior one, but I want to read this one more time. This is Klaus Schwab, the founder of the Economic Forum. Um, and he wrote a book called COVID-19, The Great Reset. And this is a script from his book. At least 4 billion useless eaters shall be eliminated by the year 2050 by means of limited wars, organized epidemics of fatal rapid-acting diseases and starvation. Energy, food, and water shall be kept at substance levels for the non-elite starting with the white population of Western Europe and North America, and then spreading to other races. The populations of Canada, Western Europe, and the US will be decimated more rapidly than on other continents until the world's population reaches a manageable level of 1 billion, of which 500 million will consist of Chinese and Japanese races, selected because they are people who have been regimented for centuries and who are accustomed to obeying authority without permission, or I'm no sorry, question. without question. From time to time, there shall be artificially contrived food and water shortages and medical care to remind the masses <clears throat> that their very existence depends on the goodwill of the Committee of 300. That is the founder of the Economic Forum. That is what he wants for you. Um, and this is just a just for everyone to recognize this language because a lot of the times they put these big positive fluff words with their language, and it's very manipulative. So the sustainability, sustainable environment, Resilience and innovation, you'll hear a lot. They have DEI and ESG clauses, which is the diversity, inclusion, and equity, which is, you know, water rations and calories and the same amount for all, equity. ESG is the environmental social governance, which we've talked about, which you'll hear Marla talk about. And you'll also hear it referred to as social economic environment. And then they also talk about, and you'll hear this a lot with the kids, is shaping or changing our behavior. So... Um, that is the 15-minute city here in Utah. And uh, I do, do we have time to play a, Please, a quick Please, we're playing clip? it. People need to see it. Okay. let's. Uh, this is Noah Harari. Um, he's Klaus Schwab's number two, the World Economic Forum. Yeah. We agreed to oh, be I'm sorry. Let's start that over. In a couple of decades when people look back, the thing they will remember from the COVID crisis is this is the moment when everything went digital and if this is this was the moment when every everything became monitored that we agreed to be surveyed all all the time not just in authoritarian machines but even in democracies and maybe most importantly at all this was the moment when surveillance started going under the skin maybe in a um, I'm gonna play two more quick clips here they're very short but you need to hear this. Even the religious leaders have trust in the scientists. Especially in an emergency, people can change their views very fast and they can discover hidden reservoirs of trust. You look 
In this crisis, who do people trust? They trust scientists above everything else in, in all countries. In Israel, they closed down the synagogues. In Iran, they closed the mosques. Churches all over the world are telling people don't come to church. The Pope is doing all these ceremonies on, 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 on Zoom or YouTube. And why do they do all this? Because the scientists recommended it. Even the religious leaders have trust in the scientists. I'm going to play one more part of this video here. So does the data about my DNA, my brain, my body, my life, does it belong to me or to some corporation or to the government or perhaps to the human collective? Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. That's over. Over. So I'm not going to play the whole thing just for the sake of time, but I will provide, I've clipped some of the uh, worst... <laughs> The links that I that terrify me the most, um, and I'll send those to you. Uh, we'll put those in the show notes if that's okay. Um, please watch these clips. Please listen to the things that these people have to say, um, because these are the people that are pushing this agenda. Um, and you know, share it far and wide, and help help wake people up to the fact that this is this is what's coming if we don't step up and fight for our freedom. Yeah, um, Chelsea. You know, this is uh, this is this is terrifying yeah. things, and, and and folks, this is this is hard for people to to get their heads around. There's a quote that says most people don't want freedom because freedom requires responsibility. Right. And and most people don't want freedom. I think I was actually Siegmund for, for It's not easy. But <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I know this stuff is heavy. And I know it's not pleasant. Um, I've talked to people all, all day long about being involved in politics. I know there's a lot of people who say it's just too much. I just, I don't want to hear it. Right. Um, you know, I wish we lived in a world where everybody was good and, you know, every, it was just real rainbows and there was no real dark agendas and everybody was really just looking out for everybody and, and just, it was just about, let's just be kind to everybody. But folks, that is not the world we live in. No. Uh, and it's just not. And, and for some people, I know they can't get around their minds around the idea that there is real darkness out there. But there is real darkness. And you listen to these people talk. There is real darkness. And some people are not going to want to accept it. And I understand that's just human nature. And some people are just going to keep their heads in the sand. But, you know, the fact of the matter is we are, we are none are more hopelessly enslaved than those who falsely believe they are free. And there are people out there right now who think there is nothing wrong, who think that there is no problems. Um, this, you saw right here, you know, this stuff's being built right in our backyards in Utah. Our legislators, our governor, they are building, they are part of this. This is the number of the beasts. This is this, this, this global organization that seeks to overthrow the freedoms and liberties of all people. It is here. Yeah. We are in the last days. The, the framework of the great and abominable church, the framework of this great conspiracy is being built 
and it is being built in our backyard here in Utah. Yeah. You know, Harriet Tubman says something very powerful. She said, I freed a thousand slaves, but I could have freed a thousand more if they only knew they were slaves. There's a reason this video is going to, we're, 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 there's a reason we're getting censored by YouTube. There's a reason we're getting pulled down. And it's, and it's simply because this knowledge is power. Yeah. Your legislators do not want this getting out. And we've got calls. They, I mean, they do not want us doing this. But it's, the power is not in us delivering this to you. The power is in this, in you sharing this with your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Henry Clark says, powerful people cannot afford to educate the people they oppress. For once you are truly educated, you will not ask for power. You will take it. Yeah. That is their fear. That is their fear. That is the fear of Cox, is that if this information gets out, and this is just scratching the surface of the corruption of these people, if you find out, if your neighbors find out how corrupt the corruption going on in this state, and we rise up, we would, we, uh, we would reclaim this great state. We would put God back at the top. We would, re, we would put the Constitution back in effect. We would put good legislators in who honor God, who honor the Constitution. And we would clean out these clowns and these spineless, feckless politicians who only care about staying in power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what can you do? The power of one individual. One individual can bring on the tyranny. One person who shares the truth can change the world. What we shared with you, what Chelsea, and I believe at some point Chelsea's putting her life on the line getting this information because you do not know the power she is that we are fighting against. We are not fighting against small town little country hicks. You are fighting against global elitists. And their greatest fear is that the people will wake up and see the chains that are being wrapped around their children. There's going to come a point where you cannot stop this. There will come a point when your children, when you will rue the day that you could have done something about this. That day is today. You can wake up. You can share this stuff. The information is here. This is not, this is not a bunch of garbage she pulled out of the air. It's all in our state's websites. You can share it with your friends. You can pass it around. You can, we have to get this information out there. And then not only can you write your legislators, because some of them don't know. Some right. of them are just blind. They're just, yeah. And they're just being fed along by the establishment. And, and their egos are, 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 you know, are fed. And, and they're just mm-hmm. fed along and, and, and thinking they're having such a great time. You can wake them up. You can share this with them. You can email them. You can call them. You can go to our website, wearethepeople.org, and go to take action. You can send a letter to your reps. And show up to the Capitol, please, if you can. And most important, the time when these bills get passed, many of these have already been passed last year under your very nose. Mm-hmm. Legislative session is getting ready to start here in a couple of weeks, and it will go through March. I'm going to ask you, pay attention, listen. We will keep, in, you know, listen to these podcasts. Again, if, if YouTube shuts us down, go to Rumble. Yeah. We will let you know. But when it's time to show up the Capitol, to stand up and defend our, our elections, 
to stand up and protect this UN takeover, to, to stand up to the garbage that's going on in our schools, the pornography, the filth. When it's time to stand up against evil, we need you. If only one third, if only three percent of the population stood up and showed the Capitol, we would take this state back. One or three percent—that's nothing. Yeah. We can do that. You can do that. This is the time you get to choose whether you're going to be part of the problem or whether you're going to be remembered as someone who fought in the most important battle in the history of this earth.